This is the Yoga in the City podcast, talking life, sex, practice, and relationships. I am your host, Nush. Welcome to another episode of Yoga in the City. Today I'll be talking about yoga teacher trainings and some of you might have already completed one, others might be thinking about doing one and there are a few things that you can look out for. So we're going to discuss common questions and this can be helpful and useful for everyone looking into deepening their practice. So once you start your yoga journey and you get really into it, it is quite natural that you would want to deepen your practice and one way in doing so is by attending yoga teacher trainings. So just to take you a little bit further back in time, people have been practicing yoga for thousands of years and it's a tradition that has been passed on from teacher to student and it is taught in many different places but up until a few years ago it is quite common to do these so-called 200 hour, 300 hour or 500 hour courses and I'm going to give you a little explanation about the background and what it is good for. So back in the days nobody really was counting the hours of yoga practice that they absorbed. Um, people were just practicing and going towards enlightenment or, you know, other deep states of concentration, meditation, and um, it wasn't really common to count anything or get any certification. Um, that all started in 1999 and it's a modern yoga thing where Yoga Alliance came into the game and you might have heard of Yoga Alliance. It's a company which sits in the US and they are basically handing out the Yoga Alliance certifications. So let's say you are a yoga studio and you want to run trainings um, most likely you would want to be Yoga Alliance certified. So what they do is they will check the requirements that are needed in those courses. And um, basically it's a quality check guarantee. But the question is, is it really a guarantee? Because once you are as a studio Yoga Alliance certified, no one really checks you afterwards so you are a member and you pay a monthly or yearly fee and in return you will get the yoga alliance stamp on your resume and this is a bit of a controversial actually here because in my opinion um i mean i question myself why is there an american owned company handing out these certificates when you could also get them from the people who are born into the tradition who are yoga practitioners why it is why is it american owned so quite natural that you can question that 
and that you can also do trainings which are not Yoga Alliance certified. So the thing is that when you are quite new in the whole scene, you might think that, okay, if they are Yoga Alliance certified, they will most likely be a good place to learn, which is not necessarily always um, there. So more and more teachers and studios are basically just giving a fuck on Yoga Alliance and they just run their trainings. They save a lot of money, but they also attract people who are uh, thinking the same way but if you are very new if you're doing it for the first time most likely you will look for that stamp and it can only become a little bit useful for you to have that qualification once you run your own training so let's say that I'm a yoga teacher and I want to educate someone else and I run my own TTCs then it can come in quite handy to have one of those just because someone who doesn't know anything about it will most likely look for it. So um, that's just one thing about Yoga Alliance. And the thing about also these teacher trainings is that they are basically giving you a glimpse into the topics of yoga. So you're just touching on the surface of those teachings and the real learning comes actually afterwards when you practice, when you integrate these teachings into your life and then you deepen your knowledge. You have to do all of that studying and practicing on your own and just one thing that I am not in favor of is that, you know, some teacher trainings are just so outrageously expensive that I really really question myself because either a those people are enlightened but b if they were they wouldn't charge you that much so um, there are obviously places in the world where it is a famous holiday destination or they have beautiful beaches so if you go there and um, you want to do yoga obviously the prices will be a little bit higher most likely you will only be surrounded by other rich white people um, you have to ask yourself if you want that because the depth and what they actually teach you in those trainings most likely will be like they have to be the same because first of all most of them are yoga alliance certified so yoga alliance will say you know, you have to cover this and this and this, and then they might do one or two additional things on top, but they won't really go above um, just because, you know, why would they? They are making enough money anyways. So uh, you can definitely find cheaper trainings. You can um, do it on a budget. You can even just go somewhere and practice with someone for three months and you can learn so much. So if you have the time, to put into this thing it doesn't necessarily mean also money I'm sure that you will learn a lot about yoga and in saying that also we need to put into consideration let's say you are running a training in Berlin um, the living costs the rent is more expensive than in other countries so quite naturally the prices will go up but 
yeah just for me in person like personally it doesn't make much sense to pay like crazy amounts of money to learn something like so basic I mean yoga isn't basic at all but what you learn in those trainings are just they are just scratching the surface on very very deep topics so I um, yeah one thing about yoga alliance so in the next little bit I'm going to answer a few questions so I did ask on Instagram if you want to learn know about something specific and the first question is how do I know how big the group of trainees will be your your thoughts on the size of the group um, one very easy way to find this out is to just email the school and ask them about how many people they can accommodate in their space to be honest I don't think It is a bad thing to have a lot of students. I think it all comes down to the teacher. Can the teacher hold the energy of a larger group? Can he or she put the things that are there into simple words so that everybody can understand? And if you have a larger group and you have a lot of different people in your training, so what I've experienced, not myself, but in the groups that I were, is that a lot of things might, like, are coming up for people, so very personal topics, people are going through maybe breakups, um, all sorts of things, and when you do this intense training every day, and you work on yourself, it's quite natural that you, you know, feel certain feelings, and you might want to have someone uh, with you to support you. So the question goes to the school. If you are running big TTCs, can you provide the service needed? So when also people travel and they live, you know, they are somewhere in Asia and they're not used to the foods and the spices, it's quite natural that people get sick. So as a school facilitator, you need to be able to take care of them. So once all of this is sorted, I don't think it's um, a bad thing to have a lot of people around you. I think, you know, people who do these trainings, they are quite genuine about the practices and usually everyone just follows. So um, I think it can be quite nice to have people around you. It's also pretty nice if you are a smaller group because you get a little bit more one-on-one -on -one with the teacher which can be also useful and the second question is um, what are your expectations about the teacher training so I would say that I will expect teachers who are um, who have ex who have established a very solid self-practice and who have a lot of accurate knowledge about these teachings. So when we talk about yoga and meditation, I think it's very, very important that you, the people that you learn from are genuine and that they are sincere and they practice because You know, it's one thing having someone in front of you who will just 
tell you whatever you know you need to know but it's another thing if you have someone in front of you who's been doing this for 20 years and has a lot more life experience who can talk about the struggles a little bit more than somebody who's not so much into it and actually it's not really like it's it's becoming harder and harder to find people who have a solid self-practice because you know we have also so many yoga teachers who don't really do their own practice they teach in schools and they teach you know privates and on retreats but when you ask them you know do you meditate do you read the scripts do you educate yourself do you sit down most of them are like "Mm, yeah you know maybe yes maybe no so finding people who are really really into it that's quite it's a bit tricky and the second thing that I will expect from a teacher training is So just like a school teacher, um, when you have a lot of people in front of you, everyone is a different learning type. So how can you as a teacher teach one thing in many different ways so that everybody understands? And this is quite helpful if you can do that, especially with topics like philosophy, because most of the people are not very familiar with these concepts and you know just even to think about reincarnation is not a very common thing in the west so how can you as a teacher put these things into simple explanations but also make sure that everybody can learn um one more question about the prices one one Someone is asking about why are shoulder trainings more expensive and um, why are some studios more expensive than others? So this is also a good question. Sometimes shoulder trainings are more higher in costs just because you need to, um, you know, cover more in less time and the studios itself can for example you will have different types of places to learn if you just look at berlin we'll have studios who are completely donation based and they are run on charity where you know everyone just earns a little bit and then you have very luxurious yoga places who almost look like a um, art gallery you know where they have very expensive Um, equipment very expensive props very expensive interior so obviously if you want to learn there you will have to pay a little bit more this is quite natural and yeah it's hard to make the right choice to be honest Um, I think that you know you will find what you're after once you look for it because Yes, if you do want to be in a very nice environment, then go for it. This training can be good for you if you want. If you don't have the budget, you can go to, you know, less pretty places and maybe you get like really nice teachings as well. So this is just something you need to decide for yourself. What are you after and what is important to you? Um what are we thinking about multi-style trainings um i think it's fine i think that you know um if you get different types of styles in your teacher training that's fine it's all basically hatha yoga anyways um 
I would say that it's good to stay as basic as possible just because um, you will have to start from the bottom once you learn and um, I actually had to learn this myself because uh, believe it or not but before I did my first teacher training I was very very uh, uh, like arrogant about my about my knowledge you know I would be like you know I know this and I've done this um, and I was quite confident but then I went to the teacher training and I realized that I actually don't know anything I have to learn everything again I have to deepen and you know put more attention on this and this and this so keep it basic it's fine if you start from the bottom it's fine if they're teaching you like different styles um yeah no specific thoughts about that and just one more thing about yoga and the trainings that you do like i mentioned in the beginning so those certificates are very modern yoga times things and i don't think that you know a 700 hour certified teacher or an 800 hour certified teacher is actually those hours don't really say anything about you as a teacher i don't think that people should write it like down even anywhere i know that studios want to see that you have some sort of qualification but i would never make it based on that so someone who's done a lot of trainings and never practices yoga i'm not sure someone who's done a little bit of training and then studies on them own almost every day at home you will see that in their teachings so do your trainings um, learn from people that you already practice with if they're offering teacher trainings i think it could be a nice option to start with them because it's less likely that you get disappointed and one more thing about my own journey so when people ask me about recommendations um, to do these trainings I think it's very very difficult to actually recommend something to someone because just because I had a good experience doesn't mean that someone else will and I did one training last year in India and I remember at least I think two or three people had a very very bad experience in the same teacher training and they had a slightly different schedule they have booked just one or two courses differently and they ended up with different teachers than I did so I was quite lucky that my teacher covered three subjects um, he was teaching yoga philosophy pranayama meditation um, and he put everything really well together so for me it was really nice to learn from him and the way he was teaching resonated with me so I was able to receive those teachings but the other people they didn't really resonate with their teachers they had a different experience I don't want to really go into detail too much but what I'm trying to say is that it's hard to get those recommendations and uh, if you can you should probably practice with the teachers beforehand usually you can find most of them maybe on youtube or they might be offering online classes if it's a random school somewhere just go for it you might even 
yeah, it might work out, it might not work out, but know that it probably not be your last training. And as always, if you have any further questions, I would love to hear back from you. Thank you so much for listening.